0: I, I apologize, I was about to say that. It's fine, it's fine. Um, okay, a, how are you, Joe? stellar start. I am fine. Uh,
1: no, nothing major, folks. We were just doing sound che- checks and, and, and that sort of fancy thing. But welcome, folks, to the second episode of the seventh series of Your Time Starts Now, a Taskmaster podcast with the boys who can never leave you alone. What's new in your life, Joe? Absolutely nothing. Um. Okay. Cool. And what uh, about you? Not much. We were supposed to record this earlier, but you've probably it, picked the worst time to delay an episode because I'm probably going to only have like three hours tomorrow to edit it. That's
0: fine. This this is, I feel like this is going to be a short episode because I am, uh, I have my, this was a very low concept episode. There's not a lot of notes. Yeah. By, my phone and then also uh yeah hopefully you can get it to me by tomorrow because if this doesn't go up on Thursday you're going to have to put it up cuz i am i going mean i think on... we can
1: spare a day maybe or something but i try to
0: i i am going on a wedding out of the country to a you wedding to... out of the you're going out of the country to a wedding to a wedding not mine somebody Somebody else's.
1: Are you going overseas or are you just going into Canada or something?
0: I'm going on a boat. A boat? They, they're they getting also- married on a cruise ship. I'm oh, going to okay. fucking die. We're all <laughs> going to catch on- norovirus and die.
1: <laughs> I've never been on a cruise ship. I've been on an icebreaker, though, which is a lot more intimate around the Arctic
0: Circle. You can't just drop <sighs> this sort of thing, Emerson. I thought I told you about it before. No... No, you haven't.
1: It it was. It was obviously. It was cool to see. This was during the summer, though, so there wasn't a lot of snow. Um, It was sort of just like tundra and a few, and the odd Arctic plant, and surprisingly, quite a lot of sand. But yeah, the ship itself. There was only about two, three hundred people on it. Okay, and there was no Wi Fi. I. And at the the time, at the time, I was fifteen, so you could probably tell how important. Wi-Fi was for me.
0: There is supposedly going to be Wi-Fi on this boat, but I'm not trusting boat Wi-Fi for streaming services. I'll be fine. I can eat and (laughs) do things. Like you do anything else. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, I have some... uh, If we may steer away to the other TV show that I've mentioned a couple of times, uh, The Masked Singer.
0: If I may do that. what have the Two Taskmaster
1: contestants have appeared on the Masked Singer UK.
0: Oh dear. Which ones?
1: Uh, do you want to guess? No. Alright. Um, Catherine Ryan was on it. Sounds about right. And Daisy May Cooper, who we've not yet talked about. Interesting. Neither of them won, by the way. Although Daisy was... They were both pretty funny, actually, because they're huh. comedians. Um... It was funny because Catherine put on this really strong Essex accent, and no one thought it was her. Sounds about right. I don't know. Anyway, that that's all there really is. Um, Shall we talk Taskmaster Joe?
0: Yes. Yes. This is episode two. Whatever it is. Yes, this episode. Whatever it is. My eyes are (laughs) circles is the title. Yeah. Um, Episode. This do you want to do the prize air- toss, or should I? I don't care. This episode aired September twelfth, two thousand eighteen. Oh, so you you don't care who should do
1: the prize toss, but you care about the air date.
0: Would you like me to flip a fucking coin again?
1: Do you have said coin with you right now? I do. Yes. Then go on. Pick fish or coat of arms. I'm going coat of arms. Wait, does that mean I do it or I don't do it? Uh, coat of arms. So you so. I don't know. <laughs> you do the prize task. I think I did it last week.
0: Right, it's This is a belter of a prize task. They Ooh, brought good in one. belts. They they brought in belts. Mm. Uh, Buckle up everyone. tish. This is a uh, this is again, this is a fairly um, this is a fairly low concept episode by which it's really hard to describe it in a single sentence. Uh, the belts I feel like they this told, was the
1: this was the episode of all time, if you see what I mean.
0: Yeah, this this like episode, nothing
1: outstanding
0: really happened. Not yeah, nothing outstanding happened, and yet things did in fact occur. Like you could almost not watch it and do it, and and we could do this podcast. And mm. but um the only, but I will say that rod gilbert's prize task for this is fantastic and i really wish it had been on a uh better episode but so just so they were told to bring in the boldest belt hence why we been making belt puns left up to whatever you decide uh carrie godleman brought in a wrestling championship belt that she claimed was gold which is considering 20,
1: tw- 24 something
0: 24 pounds it uh is definitely not gold um she maintains it is gold after that uh um james acaster c- brought in 500 pounds worth of fizzy rainbow belt whatever those may be
1: they're a, a very they're a british suite or ah uh, yeah they so they're like it's a very quintessential british suite i think
0: ah uh, I see, but their base, they seem like they were, like, fruit, like, some sort of sour fruit-based thing. They're yeah. F- how much? F- 500? You, do
1: you have, like, a sweet that's sort of, like, a rolled up and then you unfurl it and it's, like, this long ribbon thing? We, we have America.
0: several. I can't, we have several. I can't tell if any of them are. Surely it's a act-
1: variation of that. And it's got those yeah. kind of, like, the tangy frosty yeah, bits I, on the
0: top I, I can't think off the top of my head what that would be but I can picture it so we probably have it um, but anyway he brought in what he claimed to be 500 pounds worth based on the picture and then I actually I just went through and looked at the end of the episode where they have like the the, the actual prize. it does not look like it is 500 pounds worth Rod suggested he might, be, might have been ripped off uh, James suggested the yellow stripes were gold because he wanted to make fun of Kerry But, um... I love uh, how you in- say
1: Kerry because no one in America is called Kerry like it's spelt in...
0: K-E-R-R-Y? Here. Yeah. I know like a guy like you're saying named the name Carrie,
1: Kerry. Kerry, like, um, Carrie Fisher, or something. No,
0: I know a guy named Carrie.
1: Mm, fair enough, it's but that's per- a bloke. But, uh... Wow, can you any- tell the energy's quite low?
0: Look, man, oh, I... No, it's
1: not- it's both yeah. our faults. I mean, usually yeah. you're, you're the one who's usually got more more interesting. I'm, I'm we just ref-
0: trying to get through this because I watched it, and because this was definitely an episode that happened to me. This was the I episode have, like, of
1: all time, as we've said. It
0: before. definitely just like sluiced right off my mind. Should we call this but the episode of all time? Today's the episode. episode, the an episode, episode of all,
1: and an episode A- of all time. Yes,
0: an but, episode uh, of all time. Uh, yeah. But anyways, um, after after we get Acaster, um, we got. Fuck was it was it Jess Nappet who was next? Yeah, was Jess Rob was Gilbert? next.
1: The one who didn't was next. technically
0: bring a belt. Jess Nappet. Okay, so Jess Nappet brought in a seatbelt cushion, which is one of these things you put on if you're like too tired of the seatbelt digging into your shoulder, or if you're like a small child and you've got to like keep it lower so that you don't get strangled by the damn thing uh it's shaped like a monkey i wrote down a quote from the amazon review of this which was takes really long to arrive poor quality four stars which i feel like is an adequate review of this podcast but any but uh following that and it's it's, it's seriously it's is that that could be a fun
1: idea we go and leave negative reviews of our own podcast
0: i would not do that but i mean uh, what have
1: we got to lose
0: something i'm sure but anyways uh it's this this item's just a purple monkey thing again it's it's literally just there most of this is there and then phil wang comes in phil wang and rod gilbert come in having understood the task uh rod gilbert has a goat's head a real goat's head that has been like stuffed and mounted and put on a belt Oh,
1: I can't it, believe it took us this long to talk about this. But did you hear Rod Gilbert had cancer?
0: No, I didn't. Is is he? D- he's still does? he's
1: recovering from it. But he, oh wait,
0: I think I did. I think I did hear that.
1: I'm a, it's a bit unclear what the situation is. I think I think he's recovering. He definitely says the treatment has been has gone perfectly so far.
0: Well, that's he. He
1: seems to be in all right health currently, but
0: stage four cancer. In car, he started oh yeah he i think he's oh well he had can't he has cancer stayed what i'm sure hopefully he's fine hopefully he's fine in not in like it's getting better and not worse ways but uh if not that that will be very sad and I now have to talk about the fact that he brought in a, ra- a goat's head on a belt in front of where his crotch would be. It's uh, is there a pun a- there somewhere? Nope, nope. It's just comedy whiplash. But uh, it's a great belt. And then we have a Philly Philly Wang Wang, who you love saying that, don't you? Understood the task in a very different yet still correct fashion, in which. He had a belt custom made for the event. The belt is pink, has like a roaring lion's head belt buckle, and then has his name engraved on a tag that is hanging off of the buckle. And he knows it's it's bold because when he had it made, the man who was making it for him asked him, are you sure? Actually, to quote him directly, when I asked for the combination, the guy said, are you sure? And then. Uh, just and have a looks- word of advice
1: for uh, people listening. Uh, if you are not listening to this podcast on two times the speed, what is wrong with you?
0: Why are you listening to this podcast two times the speed? Do not listen to this on two times the speed. Do I listen, not listen to all to, my podcasts on two times do, the speed. Do not listen to anything that Emerson says about listening to anything. He is continuing to be objectively wrong about it. No, I'm not. Sure, you are. I don't understand why you do that to yourself, but I can't make you do that. I can't make you be correct, so there's that. And then, um, anyways, we uh, we get the points at this. Because, I honestly, although I do have to ask, what would you bring in, Emerson, for this? Um, I only have I wanna... two belts. I
1: guess the trick would be to bring in something that's not uh, an, a clothes belt. Maybe I'd bring in, like, a... I, you know what I'd bring in? I'd bring in a running machine. Because a running machine has a conveyor belt on it.
0: Okay, so I was asking you because I thought you were going to give the dirty answer that I thought was obvious. So I'm just going to have to say it: chastity belt. Okay. Because well, you, because you, you I I me. wasn't thinking of that until I saw Phil Wang's thing, and I'm just like, wow, I that really was because I thought when I first when it first flashed on the screen, I was like, oh, okay, that's and then you started explaining, oh, it's not okay. But well it,
1: that was my answer and i don't i think i maybe maybe i maybe i tricked you into saying the do- the dirty answer so yeah
0: well i mean i was thinking that beforehand so you did not succeed but anyways uh do you have any objections uh, to the scores i or should we announce I them I, james well, okay, got so, one for some reason j james got a well-deserved one point Jess got two, Carrie got 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 three, Phil got four, and Rod got five. And then actually, I don't even want to put the Taskmaster Joe theme here because I actually got virtually the same thing as Greg. Like, I actually, I put it like We only play
1: Taskmaster Joe if there are any major disagreements between you and Greg. Well, major,
0: any disagreements at all, really. I gave Rod and Phil joint first, and then- I gave Jet and then I gave Carrie second place and there was no third. That was the only difference. Fair enough.
1: I don't think that's worth it. No, Uh, no, I don't either. I'm excited to talk about this task because I actually came up with an answer or one of my own solutions to this one. So did I. Um, Let's talk about the VT task one first. So the task is write a 10 word story before you reach the finish line. You must be running while writing. Fastest across the finish line with the proper story wins. Um, so I think it's a gap of about... I don't know. How, do, do, do we know how far it is away from the finish line? If I had to guess, I'd say it was it's probably at, about 50, 40, 50 meters.
0: It's at least a 20-ish second run away. Yeah,
1: so that's probably about... For the, for the average... Well, they're not sprinting, so I guess 50 meters sounds about right. I'm not sure what that is in feet. Um, it's
0: probably 150 feet. That's a, it's about a 50-yard dash. I would say it's probably a lot closer, like maybe like maybe 164
1: 100 feet. feet is 50 meters.
0: I'd say it's probably just 100 feet. 100
1: feet doesn't seem that bad. Um, 30 meters. Yep, 100 feet is probably more plausible, to be honest. Anyway, yeah. Um, Philip Wangleton uh, he forget the crucial thing that Phil forgets is that there is already a paper and so, some paper and a pen by the start line so he he makes the story up in his head and then does this whole bullshit thing about how a story is really written really written Listen, because they can be passed on
0: tradition, oral tradition I'm not I'm not good. going
1: against it I'm, I think it's Phil's not really presenting it in the most in the most polished way possible
0: also my notes on this set for phil just say oh phil dot 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 because i wrote that when he walked up looking like the worst possible version of bruce lee the the bride from kill bill in the yellow and black striped well people say he's
1: he's a tribute to bruce lee
0: it is even worse than oh, should, that.
1: Should we should we just start a running gag where we compare Phil to jo- to yellow things? Like he looks like Homer Simpson, for example.
0: Phil is a banana with a crotch pulch.
1: He looks like a shit. And
0: also, he, he looks like a shit Pikachu. And also, I looked. I looked just now. I googled the Bride from the Kill Bill movies as portrayed by Uma Thurman. And I think that is actually what Phil is going for because he is wearing yellow shoes and the picture of it in that outfit and the picture of the bride in, in this shows that, yeah, it's the same fucking brand of shoes with the same pattern. He's trying to do look like the bride from kill bill.
1: Like, for, like, no, go, no, like forget, kill, forget kill bill it's kill phil
0: yeah if you're that's so that be at, the
1: episode title kill phil
0: yes if you're if you're if you have we, we can't really put in that in the,
1: we can't really put that in the title we'd have to probably we, i could well not on Why youtube not? they don't like the word kill and, or die Who in the title it,
0: as if that's going to affect this negatively in any way with the 10 people that are subscribed to us all right. but can any, we suggest but we would, don't
1: actually want to kill phil we like
0: him a lot i i would like to just point out however that if you look at a picture of the bride from kill bill like full length with the shoes and then go to about like 18 minutes and 17 seconds in the episode you can see that it is the exact same shoe brand phil is doing this to be the bride from kill bill
1: I know what I know what we'll write the title, but we'll put an asterisk in between each letter, and we'll replace the I with a number one. That way, we're to not the-
0: on we're not on TikTok, Emerson. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but w- w- we want to get it so it doesn't get taken down. It if if it gets taken down from the word kill in it, then we should not be using YouTube as a platform. You the YouTube channel is dying the you as a as a concept probably but our youtube but,
1: channel is what i'm trying to say
0: no it's not it's on my youtube it's on my thing i i've not checked here. it out for a while i know you haven't should we can, but, should we discuss phil's story oh yeah that's right phil so phil, phil's <laughs>
1: story um which he you, which he claimed which he told orally rather than written was mm-hmm. an ogre was hungry, ate a child. It was his, and he crossed the finish line in two minutes sixteen.
0: Hmm. Yes, took him uh, two minutes to come up with a ten-word story <laughs> in his head.
1: I mean, on the spot, you can panic. You panic, I think. I sure. Uh, Jess was next. Uh, I like I, I like Jess because it uses a lot of concepts that I didn't, I wouldn't have thought about. The albino partridge ran away and found its mother dead. Which she completed in 24 seconds, by the way. Yeah. It's Yay. Wait, did fi- yeah. But that you think that's impressive. You should hear what James Acaster did. James crossed the finish line in 20 seconds. And I love James's story because it really makes me think. I feel quite weird and weirdly emotional. The boy ran to France and I loved that boy. Like what the hell What the hell does that mean But at the same time The I love that boy bit It's like some
0: weird poetry I I guess I I thought these were all Pretty trash But Well it's a 10 word know. story
1: What do you expect yeah. Well I'll tell you what to expect My My story Which I will present to you As soon as we've done With this exercise So far James's is my favourite And across the finish line In 20 seconds I don't know if they said that Um Carrie, uh, there was a girl who needed shoes, and she got shoes. Um, 44 seconds? Not really much to say about Carrie's, I think.
0: Yeah, there's, I, there was a lot of collaborative storytelling in the studio afterwards as Greg and Carrie sort of go off on a tangent about this. But there wasn't anything really to talk about in, in the field, sort of. And Rod Gilbert was up last. The
1: man ran for exactly 10 minutes, 12 seconds, losing, which he did.
0: Yes. Oh, that the, was...
1: there was one thing I wanted to note about Rod's. Uh, it was more Rod's intro. Um, just before, as as Alex was introducing Rod, sorry, he introduced him as the other Mr. Gilbert. Do you know what this is referring to? No. So Rod's surname is Rod Gilbert, right? Yeah. And Greg Davies played a character called Mr. Gilbert in ah, the TV show The In Between Us. Okay. That is where that reference comes from.
0: Cool.
1: So yeah, that that's that. Um, the scores are um Rod get, Rod got five, uh Phil four, Kerry three, Jess two, James one, which means everyone's on six. Now, Joe, what was your ten word story? I stole
0: a car, I crashed the car, comma, then died.
1: How are you telling me the story, then?
0: Orally, from beyond the grave. I called into this seance via oral tradition.
1: I guess I shall say mine, and I think mine's the best, and I think Greg would agree. Once upon a time, Alex Horn shat himself. The end. <laughs> of course. <laughs> shall I say it again for good measure? Uh, once upon a yet, time, Alex Horn shat himself. <laughs> I can't finish it. One, once upon a time, Alex Horn shat himself at the end. <laughs> you
0: seem you to know enjoy what this is that.
1: Like? You know what this is like. This is like when Tim Vine kept saying Her Majesty the Cream over and over again.
0: Yes. Oh. I'm, meanwhile, I, I'm sorry if I'm not. I'm trying. I'm looking at the. Uh, at the uh, adapted versions of this, and this is actually insane, this task. How many adapted versions have there been? So there are one, two, three, four, five adapted versions, plus an unaired version of this from season four, which is that the unaired version of this was Type a 50 word story while running 100 meters from the taskmaster book. We asked the series four contestants to run 100 meters, which is the full length of the meadow, which is the home field of Chesham United Football Club with a surprisingly heavy old fashioned typewriter strapped to their chest with the instruction to type a 50 word story while sprinting in the middle of a fiercely cold winter. The task did not make it to air as it looked more like torture than tasking, and the typewriters refused to work properly because of the sub-zero temperatures. It apparently took Lolly Adafope 4 minutes 3 seconds to complete a 55-word story. I desperately want to see this.
1: See, this is the thing that Taskmaster Supermax Plus should be used for. And it's not, but fake to which
0: fake to, is criminal.
1: Well, I mean, super Supermax Plus is already extremely over overpriced for stuff which is you could probably find pirated pretty easily. And yeah. Don't ever tell someone not to pirate it because people will do it anyway. It's one thing that just can't be escaped. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I think you've you've but, heard our stories. I think we can all agree that mine is much better.
0: I disagree. I think mine is... I think
1: mine... (laughs) Mine had had the traditional story beginning and end. Uh, So did mine. No, I had Once Upon a Time, and I had the end in it.
0: Mine mine had an end of the the protagonist, but, uh... but (laughs) But anyways, just to close out this task and go on to the next one, the adapted versions of this task were on... Season four episode... Well, actually, this is one of the adapted versions, because this was adapted from the season four task. Uh, So so season seven, episode two of Taskmaster UK. Season four, episode three of Basti Test, where they also have to clear some hurdles that have been set up.
1: That is mean. Uh, That is mean. They're
0: they're very low hurdles, but they're there. Uh, Season two, episode six of Surmastari... Season five, episode six of Stormmaster, Season one, episode four of *Directus of Mira*. And then season one, episode four of *Le Matre de Joux, which is Quebecois Tech Taskmaster. Huh. Which, which is uh, currently, I think it just finished. It's finished. It's it's going through its second season now. Is it? Yes. No. No. It's in its first season still. It's it hasn't aired its second season if there is one. But it's Quebecois ma- Taskmaster. So it's shall we move it. on? Yes. Paint a blindfolded still life, which is there's not a lot. Going the on first with this one te- again, extremely low concept in this thing because it sounds like you could make like it's like it's there and then there's just nothing that really happens. so the brief is, so this is the first team task of the season and uh, it's the
1: first boys versus girls team task. it is the team first, first exclusively UK boys history. versus
0: versus girls one uh Paint the best picture of this still life. The painter must remain blindfolded throughout. The other person or people may not move from their chairs and may only say the following words. Banana down, left, less, more, pick, right, up, whoops. You have 10 minutes. Your time starts now, which this is in the same uh, pavilion gazebo thing that we've had a lot of tasks in before. Uh, Things of note, the girls hit it off immediately. The guys start immediately by discussing at length Phil Wang's genitals, because Phil's, Phil's Wang. He, Phil's Wang. Because he that would be a fun episode title, Phil's Wang. Okay. Because he how is How many how
1: many titles have we gone through? We've
0: gone a many. But, Kill uh, Phil's Wang. No, that's that oh um, no, actually that might be good. But um anyways, so we have a still life that has been covered by a box and it's removed when the the box is removed when the painter is is blindfolded, but it's like, you know, there's a watermelon in the center, bananas, banana eggs, a rubber ducky, a coconut, a bowling pin, a pineapple, some flowers in a vase or a carafe or something, a potato in a mug, <laughs> you know, all standard Taskmaster fare. And so again, and I just want to point out, like, there like very little happens in this. The paintings suck, but that's because they're being done by a blindfolded person quickly. But I'd like to say that the... They had um
1: words they couldn't say.
0: The immediate... Well, no, the only words they could say. But the what immediacy it in which everybody picked up the that they could only say these words is absolutely hilarious because you just have, at one point... I don't know if you'll have time to put in a clip, but from, from mm. this task just everybody on both teams going like banana, left, 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 banana, banana, yet banana, 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 more pick. And then, or like, I don't think that
1: warrants, uh, what's banana
0: up. Like. Whoops. It's, it's, it's just hilarious. Cause it sounds like there, it sounds like they're like, you're listening to a foreign language where, you know, like one word and you're just hearing it over and over again. It's hilarious. That's, that's the best part of this. Um, Meanwhile we have some allegations of cheating because the the girls it's uh fuck I don't even know who was paint who was painting it was yeah it was Jess, Jess was, was
1: painting for the girls and James it was, was painting for the yeah.
0: boys and so Carrie was telling Jess what to do you know via Banana for yes that's but everybody chose Banana for yes which was funny but uh but You know, that was a traditional method, and then Rod realized that he was sitting close enough to James, he could just grab James's hand and paint, and it wasn't on the card, so that they couldn't do that, so they did that, and it went well enough for them because they were able to add sufficient detail to stuff like the rubber duck that Greg actually found that better, and they won the task. They got three points each as opposed to two points, and... Of course the, the girls, girls were insisted very upset. it
1: was cheating.
0: The girls were very upset but uh tough shit.
1: And then So the boys are all on and 9 then, and the girls are on 8.
0: Yeah, and this is actually one of the very few tasks we get deeper into Taskmaster that isn't adapted into anything. There's a bunch of similar tasks which are all the pain a horse while riding a horse tasks, but no actual similar tasks. I wonder when it'll show up in a uh, future adapted series.
1: Okay. Um, VT Task 3. This one is quite odd to talk about, I think. I I kind of like this one. It's uh, I do like it, but it's quite difficult to write down. I mean, it's not that difficult, to be honest. Um, let me read it out. Predict what the person whose first name comes after yours alphabetically will do with one of the objects. Then do something with one of the objects, something yourself with one of the objects. You also get five points if the person whose name comes before yours alphabetically correctly predicts your action. So, so, so to, that's the best example I can give. If me, Joe, and Spelvin were to do this task, um... I would have to predict what Joe's going to do and Joe would have to predict something Spelvin's going to do and Spelvin would have to predict something I was going to do.
0: Yeah. And, and then I would to- have
1: to do something that Spelvin would then predict. Spelvin would do something you'd predict and you'd do something I'd predict, I think.
0: Yeah. And then just to point out in the actual it, it's episode- It's a bit more, it, all it's a bit the, more
1: all- difficult to work that out when there's five people, when there's literally only yeah. four of us. Literally, it's like- you do one thing you predict what one person one thing and the other person must guess well, it well
0: yeah. the, they they do have it in the episode that everybody has a task with someone else's name on it so it's like predict so like predict James what is, Phil would, Wang yeah. or predict what Rod Gilbert will do it's not and it's not like they're making them also figure out whose name is before them but uh my uh I do. I have any notes on this because um, I just have. I just have Jess's quotes. air
1: horn sound, which I think we might have to sound by. <laughs> yeah,
0: My, Jess... I might I
1: might make it. What I might do at the end is like make a really loud air horn. Not Jess's air horn sound, but just put it at the end of this episode. Make it really loud, like I did with bosses crying in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, not there's... overly loud, but. Not, I won't make it so loud that you'll be, if you're watching this on
0: public transport,
1: you won't be throwing your headphones away.
0: Yeah, I I do like that we have um, the quote of Because I'm Punk from James Acaster, who is possibly the least punk human being ever to exist. He wears corduroy a lot. Also, I feel like we should note, because I, I don't think you've said it yet, that... Uh, the reason why James is saying he's punk is that the objects they have like what are they going to do with them is an air horn and earmuffs an or apple and then a 10 pound and, and a 10 pound note. Yep. Yeah. Just so that just so that we're clear, but everybody seemed to gravitate towards the air horn for I I guess they're I, fun I it's to like
1: the fun noises to make.
0: I think it's a much more You know, I don't know, I don't really see people playing with air horns at all, where I live.
1: Well, maybe that's because they all make the noises themselves, like Jess and Effett. Sure. Okay, so I'll very quickly read out what everyone did. Uh, James predicted Jess would blow the air horn, and he himself blew the air horn. Jess predicted that Carrie would take the £10 note, and she pretended to blow the air horn, basically blowing the air horn, while doing an impression... uh, yeah. Carrie predicted that Phil would blow the air horn and she took the £10 note. Phil predicted that Rod would blow the air horn and he ate the apple, threw it in the air and shouted, wang! Rod predicted that James would take the £10 and he blew the air horn in Alex's face, which meant everyone got five except Jess Knappett, who got ten because she was both predicted correctly and was predicted correctly.
0: Yeah. And then um, some other notes I have here. They they showed two of the contestants before like first and then they showed the other three who all predicted what they were going to do and with the last three they had an on-screen graphic where the text like sort of filled in when they gave the prediction and it the the sound that that played when the text filled in actually I don't think we've ever seen before on the show so there's a new sound effect there and then also uh. I like Rod Gilbert trying to figure out what's going on in Phil Wang's head. I don't, I don't think he succeeded. Even if he, We uh, We are clutching
1: he, at straws, ladies and gentlemen.
0: No. And then, and then I have a quote here from Phil, which is, which is, you know, when he's tr- explaining why he did what he did, quote, naughty boy has got to eat and say Wang. I don't see why everyone's looking at me. Like I'm the weird one here. all right we've got
1: one final task to go joe and
0: well we've also got the live task and the tiebreaker
1: well yeah one more vt whatever just you talk about this
0: and yes as you can see the energy levels are going down uh just before we do that there are a pair of adapt tasks for this which is that um, on Congo Befaller Season 2, Episode 5, the contestants are presented only with an apple, which makes it a little easier to predict what everyone <laughs> else is going to do. And the Stormester Christmas special, uh, they, is they show... Is this the Christmas
1: special that never happened?
0: No, so this is Stormester. Oh, Stormester. Conga Befaller's Christmas I, I special. Get, I
1: get the, um, except for Basti Tests, I get the Scandinavian ones yeah. mixed up.
0: And uh, they are presented with a Christmas hat, a marzipan pigs, and some jingle bells. And then so, so that is what they had. Then we move on to the next task, which is draw the biggest and best circle Biggest and best circle wins. Your circle must be completed in one single sweep. You have 10 minutes. Your time starts now. This is probably the best task of the episode. If the episode were to have a high point, it's this. Because we have everything in this. We have um, – actually, we have a couple of things. Like this is the fir- – I know we probably noticed it in the last episode, but I didn't, I didn't. Which is we have the art this year of Greg on the wall, and it's like a Dolly-esque painting – or maybe Picasso. I can I always get Im- European impressionist mixed stuff, but that's the style on the back wall. And then we actually have people doing it right, people doing it wrong and then James A. Caster.
1: So this is also where we get the title drop of the episode from Yes,
0: and we get probably the best line in the episode which yam- is not that uh, one.
1: Yeah, yam- it's not um, the title
0: yeah which yeah that's not the episode so i'll leave you to oh, the yes so we start with uh so <laughs> we start with um Jess Nappet and philly 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 philly, philly wang which, it's always um, sunny in philly wang wang it's always sunny in philly wang adelphia but anyways uh They both went outside and made a compass, which in this point, compass is a drawing tool that lets you draw a proper circle. Uh, Compass from string. I've used
1: compasses, and they're not easy to use.
0: They're not. Um, We have metal one. I remember I've used some metal ones once or twice. They're okay. Uh, Anyways, Jess used uh, string to make her compass with bricks weighing it down and then do a piece of chalk. The problem was that the string got out, and so her circle has a straight line in it and sort of is like misshapen and lumpy. Uh, this is better, however, than Phil because Phil used a yellow highlighter on brick. And so my notes say Napit's circle goes wrong, Phil lost his. So, uh, Phil did that, his in
1: yellow highlighter.
0: Yes. Yes, so it barely even got down. Uh, Then I would like to note something very interesting, which is that as Jess is explaining what she was doing in the studio segment at 32 minutes and 30 seconds in the YouTube video, there is a video rendering error. We get like an actual honest-to-God video error in the episode, like just the screen glitches for a second. But I I
1: don't know if that's just a YouTube thing or it's a thing that happened with the episode in general.
0: Probably when they exported it to YouTube, they or they rendered it out into like whatever format YouTube accepts. Because there have
1: been some quite some hefty changes between the YouTube videos and the episodes. Like, oh, oh no! In the there past, like, audio has been distorted because of copyright reasons. For example. Yeah, but
0: no, this was a this was a this was quite a noticeable glitch. But uh, then we get um, James Acaster, who fundamentally misunderstood the task, and so. His biggest and best circle was he was going to ride a bike in circles while hula hooping around his neck. Uh, This did not succeed. And then he crashed. But when he crashed the bicycle, he did so onto the paved compass as in like the directional thing that's outside the house. And he was like, I crashed onto a circle and my bicycle is circular tires and the hula hoops a circle i thought he just bro- he broke down
1: at that point he just didn't know what and the then
0: alex is. tells him no no you're supposed to draw a circle and you can seem to like oh and, and but he tries to salvage it uh greg is of course very peeved you know there's a back and forth and explain yourself that sort of thing and then we get the title drop when when greg's like do you have anything else to say for yourself and he goes very hopefully my eyes are circles." which is really funny because they focus in on his face and his eyelids are like half shut, which and so his eyes Maybe are was about ta- as circular as Jess's circle. I
1: mean, he was, he was probably talking about his uh,
0: irises. <laughs> I, so. I, I know what he meant. It's just really funny. And then up next, we've got, uh, we've got Rod and Carrie, uh, Rod, um, I, Rod. Okay, so we cut to Rod Gilbert, who is like face down on the table. With, he, with does he does think he does apparently. What
1: the hell? To, he apparently, does apparently
0: when the to when, be. It, when the whole time he was filming this show, he would be given a task and then have an intellectual breakdown as he tried to figure out what to do. And so he just pops up from the table, gasping for breath, like he was just woken up suddenly. And then he runs around. He gets a map. He gets Alex to bring him a map, picks up this giant decorative screw. And I mean this seriously. One of the various things they have in the Taskmaster house is a giant wooden screw that's I don't, like was that a wooden?
1: I think it might have been made of I mean it wooden, can't have been made of metal. It would have been too
0: plastic, heavy. Plastic. Whatever it was. It's a giant wood effect screw that's like four feet tall and a foot wide. That is like it looks like it's just a scaled up screw with a that's not a self tapping screw, so it's not pointy at the end. and he picks it up, funks it down on top of the map, and draws a circle around it and and calls that his circle. Meanwhile, Carrie then seems to have forgotten that she can leave the the house or even like leave the table she's got mel gedroy syndrome she's got mel gedroy syndrome and she and mel was very nice but uh but she didn't realize she's like trying to do something with like sheets of a1 a4 paper and other stuff and eventually she's like i can't go outside can i and she's like wait i can and it's it is fucking snowing to high heaven outside i know
1: when i think i i can use the snow to determine when i think this particular task was aired okay i think this task was recorded in january of 2018
0: okay that problem that fits well with this but because
1: uh... I, I i remember a pretty bad snow period of snow it, There was like a week's worth of snow in london that at that mm. time
0: but uh, yeah, no, it was a proper snowstorm. She runs outside in no coat or anything, grabs a drain pipe out of the shed because it's the longest thing she can get. stands in stands in one place, spins around with the drain pipe, draws an almost perfect circle, and in the snow, and that's her done. Uh, then we get um, problem, and then as we're discussing this, you know, people are like, Rod Gilbert's circle is deemed by Alex to be the biggest because the circle covered an area of the map <laughs> that, if it were on the real world, would be about six hundred one thousand square miles of central Europe, and and so, and so like people are going wait 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 hold on hold on and you know and Acaster tries to make a point about this, and Greg just shudders out like how 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 dare you even speak which God. is i i feel like the best line of the episode and should have been the title drop because my eyes are circles doesn't fit like isn't nearly as much of a line as how dare you even speak
1: but i think i think it really required i think how dare you even speak, required more context.
0: That's, that, well, like, everything it, in this usually show with the,
1: context. Yeah, but usually with the title, you can sort of guess what sort of thing they're doing. If you see I have them.
0: never managed to guess what they were doing with the titles. One of these episodes is called Meat. There's another no, one that's called H. H. None of these matter. It's all there, but, uh, Anyways, that could be a
1: fun bonus episode. We rename all the episodes. Oh ourselves. god,
0: don't! Oh no! But um, I don't want to have to deal with that. But anyways, right. uh, as far as points go, god, god, I can't even imagine having to rename every episode. That would take months. Just, it could, I it would could have to go take- every episode and watch it again to remember all the good quotes. <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe we could, we could go back. We, at the end of this series, we could... I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: Okay. Um, we got anyways, the points. Score, scores. A-Caster gets one because, he, to quote Greg, he found a circle. <laughs> Wang gets Greg two. Greg was so
1: angry about giving Greg James a point,
0: sorry. Wang gets two. Nappet gets three. Rod Gilbert gets four. And Godlyman gets five. I good, feel good a godly little... Men. I feel a little iffy about giving Rod four, but he's, he's definitely thinking outside the box, which is definite, which is good. Uh, It's definitely better than James and Phil. Uh, There's also in a single adapted version of this task, which was season four, episode two of storm and then we go on to the live task. And then there is a tiebreaker after that. So onwards to you,
1: Emerson. The Alive task. There's not much to say about it, but make the highest tower of cans within your hoop. You have a hundred seconds during which you must also be within your hoop. If you step out of your hoop during the hundred seconds, you will be disqualified. After the hundred seconds, you must step out of your hoop and not touch your tower again. Highest self-supporting tower of cans within your hoop. Ten seconds after the final whistle wins. I I don't know. I I didn't. I barely watched. V- the Very person.
0: little, okay, so they, they they all stack the cans. No one gets disqualified. Phil's falls over on him while he's making it. James's falls over once they let go. Jessica's falls over because of the aftershock of James's, and then Carrie's is the tallest and Rod's the second tallest. Phil's is like two cans left on the bottom, three cans left on the bottom, so it's fine. It's a pretty... This yeah. is this is not the
1: a g- f- the, f- the live tasks are never really that good to talk about.
0: No, this one wasn't even like that entertaining. Oh, uh, like I
1: said, wait until you get to the the COVID live tasks.
0: Oh, that'll be fun, but um, because because it,
1: they don't have a live studio audience, they oh, don't need no. to be as physically interesting.
0: Oh God, that that's not but, to say they're not
1: interesting. I yeah, think no, I get it. they're, they're more. Uh, intros- introspective of the contestants if I do say so myself.
0: Okay. And, um, then, and but- then before before we go on, there is also two adapted versions of this task. Uh, season 3, Episode 7 of Stormester and Season 1, Episode 7 of Les Matres de Joux. This could it's be Quebec our shortest episode master. ever. Uh, no, it's not. We're almost at an hour. And then... We've got 10 minutes left. Yeah, we still have done shorter ones, but uh, the next one was our shortest uh,
1: main episode but yeah
0: was this one was a really dumb tiebreaker <laughs> and i'm actually surprised so,
1: I th- they didn't want to put any effort into this one I i'm think.
0: so surprised that they didn't have anything else pre-recorded to use as a tiebreaker but this was a this was a thing between carrie and jess and what number does alex have written on his left forearm closest wins and and Alex wrote had fifty one written written on his forearm. I don't know if they like knew that going in or if they like this is like after a break so that they could prep for this, but uh Jess guessed sixteen sixty six and Carrie guessed seven. And you can say that Alex had fifty one written on his forearm, Carrie won. And this is
1: But he had he vi- didn't have fifty one on his arm. He had twenty eight point oh, s- five one.
0: 28 point i'm sorry i looked away as soon as they had 51 show up on the screen and then well, i Alex looked had
1: the 28.51 written on his arm had the f- had i think maybe the thing is it was a big number but he could have added the decimal point anywhere he wanted so to, to ultimately change the answer
0: yeah i'm so, sorry i was anyway, not paying enough attention
1: just like we are with our uh dwindling attention spans Ladies and gentlemen, Kerry Gordonman wins the tiebreaker and thus the episode. Joseph, shall I leave you to it?
0: Uh if you need to go to bed, you should absolutely go to bed. Uh, I
1: mean I've got i I've got to edit the episode, so I'll probably I'll probably go straight into editing it. So if you could send it to me immediately, that'll be great. I will
0: I will do that. Um I don't know if we're gonna be able to record next week, because I will be on a boat in the Caribbean. But if not, I will I will
1: I don't know probably get back I, I, was, I was gonna say something really bad but no
0: i mean you c- i was gonna say I, I was
1: gonna get my cock out but this isn't a podcast and no one would really know
0: i didn't need to even imagine that but um
1: i was gonna tell you it was a joke that i recorded this entire episode naked but i'm
0: actually not so yeah right uh okay so i am gonna go because because I am almost because we are done with this episode and I have he, he, run won, out he of wants sentences. to get away from me I have run out of sentences and do not need to picture Emerson naked
1: God, hey, imagine what I
0: would have to imagine what I would have to think about if you said you were naked I'm not though so there's the thing nor did I bring it up so we're gonna go before we do anything else goodbye everyone <laughs>